welcome to a rather rudderless Bantam Munich as our great and wonderful leader, Reese, isn't with us today. But I'm Carl, and as always, I'm joined by Liam. Hello, Liam. Carl, can you believe it? We're finally free. We're we're free from this dictatorship. We're we're liberated young men. Yeah, well, as they say, while the cat's away, the mice will play. Exactly. Meow, or whatever mice say. Reese apparently has a cold, but we we both know it's COVID, and he's been put in a special isolation unit. Where... Oh come on! We, we we all know he's really dogging dogging in the park. <laughs> and and to be honest, if I looked like Reese, I would too. I mean, Jesus! I mean, that man is whew, he's something else. He can get anything anything he wants. But anyway, this isn't about Reese as much as I would like it to be. Um, we, we we love you and miss you, Reese. So please return to us soon. Do, do we? I thought we planned to carry on without him forever. No. You know what? Actually, it might not be a bad idea. I think we have to maybe just kind of have a, a straight split from him. It, it, it kind of feels like a painful divorce right now. So, yeah, but maybe we should just kind of move on quickly. Look, look you, you, you know we, we've actually really kidnapped him. Do, do, do you remember to feed him? Uh, do, yeah, kind of. Well, things I never really felt. I never really um, fed Jeeves, so... Um, uh, I'm not really used to looking after pets, to be honest. So it's, it's, it's a bit of a weird one. But I mean, Reese seems quite happy. He seems quite content. He's um, yeah, he's, he's nibbling at the balls at the moment. But um, it's fine. It's fine, right? He'll be he'll be okay. He'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's arsenic in the wallpaper, but I I don't think that really matters. But anyway, let's um, crack on with um, some football, and we'll start with perhaps. <laughs> The most controversial match of the weekend, Liverpool uh, versus Everton, the Merseyside derby. Quite a lot to talk about in this in this match alone. Oh God, you, yeah, you, you, you can definitely say that. <laughs> um, I mean, in, in the early goings, Liverpool perhaps could have had a penalty, but it was given offside. But the main talking point is the challenge. By Pickford on uh, Virgil Van Dyke, um, no car, no sending off, no, no booking. I mean, it was a horrendous challenge, and looks like Virgil Van Dyke's going to be out for some time. Yeah, it's 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 a horrendous challenge, and it was probably worse than the challenge that Richarlison got sent off for at the end of the game. I'd say. Mm. So I I, I was. Even if even if it was offside, like surely that's violent conduct. So I, I don't really know what people are talking about. I, I don't know why it hasn't been given. Yeah, yeah. You don't suddenly forget every incident that's happened just because it's an offside, do you? Do you think? Do you think because it was so early in the game that they perhaps bottled it because they didn't want to send someone off? So yeah, early. I I, I, I feel like these are usually for refs that usually um, ref Man United games. So I, I think. Um, <laughs> I, I think somehow they, they got they got the wrong red team. So I know sometimes yeah. referees do get it in the net when they do send someone off early, but that's usually because it was quite a harsh booking. But this one would have been more than justified, <laughs> I think. Yeah, so I kind of wonder, like, if like if a player's offside, can he just like shoot shoot someone or like or, like punch him in the neck? Like, w- w- would they get away with it? 
<laughs> it does seem like it going going by this incident, doesn't like, it? Like you've asked me justification, and surely, like, because I mean, there's no way that was not a foul. He was his legs were so high, and he basically like he basically scissored him, and not in and not in a sexy way. Yeah, he he it was a straight red card in my book, but but what can you do? No, but he, it was quite a fun game, I thought. Yeah, I had a lot going. Yeah, he had a strange game, Pickford, because. He he made some really good saves, but he also had that um, incident where he should have been sent off, and a couple of incidents where he perhaps wasn't so good between the sticks as well. So it was quite a up and down game for um, Pickford, I would say. Yeah, it, it kind of it kind of summed up his whole kind of career, hasn't it? Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny how football works sometimes like you, you get like you see like a full like microcosm in the space of 30 seconds of why someone is so good and also so awful so it was very very strange but Mane would get the first goal of the match in the third minute thanks to the assist by uh, Andrew Robertson again he's, he's he's getting a lot of assists isn't he Robertson he's, he's playing very well yeah, he's um he seems to be doing a lot better than Alexander Arnold. Uh, he, he, Alexander Arnold doesn't really seem to be of. He doesn't seem like he's gotten going yet. I I don't think he's even got an assist. I think so far. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too sure about if he's got an assist or not. But yeah, um, but defensive wise, they're they're not quite clicking. Well, a lot of clubs aren't quite clicking, which you'll get to in due mm. course. But you know they're conceding a lot more goals already than they. They were this time last season. Yeah, but how good do how good do Everton look though? Yeah, they look excellent. I mean, some great signings. Obviously, Rodriguez is an excellent signing. Allen played well again. Um, I also thought um, Godfrey looked really good when he came on. Mm. Yeah, and I, and I think to kind of, I think to only concede two, like, you know. Against Liverpool, I think that's I think that's a very good sign. If you if you're only conceding two against Mane and yeah um, Sada and to lesser extent Firmino, I think I think that's very impressive. And uh, Michael Keane would uh, equalise from a James Rodriguez corner, pretty good header really. Mm. You know, James, oh, I thought Jay Rodriguez. I was like, uh, I don't think he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> James, so uh, but um, um, yeah, sorry. No, yeah. So, and 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 I think the goals of the game are pretty good. I mean, Salah is—he's—is—is is he the best finisher in the league? Do you think? He's up there. He's certainly up there. I mean, he's got an excellent goal to put Liverpool um, ahead ahead again, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But not for long, as Calvert Lewin again. He's simply just on fire at the moment. I mean, he's got as finisher as anybody at the moment. Yeah. If it wasn't for actually, he's the top goal scorer of the league, still, isn't he? I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think if it wasn't for Kane, I think um, he'll be still like completely on that kind of. I think he'll be absolutely starter. I mean, I think there's still a bit of a fight there between the two of them. Mm. Um, and I mean, I, personally, I don't think Kane's ever really delivered for England personally, but I mean. That's kind of my controversial take, but um, I don't know. I, I think it's good that he finally has some real competition, especially since especially since Vardy's kind of retired from England. Yeah, 
Um, but another controversial moment at the end of the match, uh, where Liverpool perhaps should have won with a goal <laughs> that was ruled offside. Um, well, I forgot who actually scored. Who actually well didn't score it. Then. I think it was Henderson, I believe. Yes, yes, it was. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that, that, that was. Um, I mean, it's, it's just this whole, like, I mean, in some ways, it's a good. It's, well, it's not a good thing because it's absolutely bloody stupid. But it needs it needed to be cancelled because there needs to be some kind of cons- consistency in the league. I mean, just just, looks... just like the Eric Dyer like mm. thing like a week a few weeks ago like. I'd rather it was used properly than was just ignored. I mean, it looked level to me, but I don't know. It's a very, it's the tightest of tight offsides, anyway. Yeah, well, I think it was. I think it was um, a few centimeters over, which is just kind of. Ugh, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's it's a whole mess. Yeah, but just I don't know. But... We just don't seem to be using virus on other countries somehow. Or... No, uh, worst thing you never really hear like anything like this with any of the other countries. I mean, it doesn't always work in the Champions League. It seems. Um, I, I remember that like, kind of. I think when you guys played um, PSG and Kempembe got like um, had, like penalty and his yeah. hand was just. I, I can't even remember. I think it was just by his side, but it was just like. It was a bit of a, it was a controversial one that without without a doubt. So it's it's a very weird, it's a very weird system. But you know what? It's, it was a fun game, and um, I mean, it's probably one of the best derbies I've seen for quite a while. Yeah. I haven't seen one that competitive, particularly most side one. Competitive, yeah, because Everton normally lost before they've got on the pitch, mm. especially at Anfield. It'd be interesting to see how Everton perform. Anfield, they've got a horrendous track record there. Yeah. And, are you are you surprised how um like that that there's still like the home advantage for teams? It's it's very strange. Um. Yeah, especially with the lack of fans, because you know you know, you haven't even got the home support really, have you? Mm. Egging you on, so perhaps it's just where you feel comfortable or how teams set up yeah it's very odd I, I, don't, I don't really know how that how that happened but I think I'd like to go to a, um, a time before we had VAR I think the goal line technology um, is useful because mm. you know no controversial controversies apart from the, the Villa game when things restarted after the lockdown, <laughs> but normally that's been pretty much spot on. But this far nonsense, far nonsense, it's just, it's just getting a joke now. To be honest, yeah. If it were, like, I kind of wonder if it's going to get to a point where like players are going to have to wear like sensors on their arms to kind of like <laughs> yeah. see how accurate it is, and it's just like, oh Jesus, for fuck's sake! I don't know. I mean, like in theory, it's a, it's a good idea, but. Yeah, it's not in practice. It's not. It's still not quite working how we'd want to. I mean, VAR was supposed to clear up all controversy and bad decisions, and it just seems to be creating more controversy, if anything. It's, it's very twenty twenty, isn't it? Mm, it is. <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, we'll move on to Chelsea v Southampton, mm-hmm. um, with Timo Werner getting Werner getting his. Um, First two goals for Chelsea in the league. Yeah, he, he looked good, didn't he? Yeah, he looked sharp. Mm. Um, but 
Chelsea still there with their old defensive um, fragilities, really, because um, they let Southampton back into it. Yeah, it's, it, it, it kind of feels like... I, I feel like this is a conversation we have had with Man City, almost, like just really poor like spending. Because they've spent £200 million. And yeah, yeah. the only defender they got was Chilwell. Chilwell. I mean, they got still. They've got the new goalkeeper as well. Yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, it's not like he hasn't tried to um, shore up the defence, but they're still making the same same mistakes. So you have to wonder if it's more down to how the manager sets them up than uh, sort of yeah. recruitment. Well, but that's kind of something that kind of just clicked with me. Like, I mean, <laughs> like I remember everyone saying how how great of a coach Frank Lampard is, and I think he is good to a certain extent. But I, I mean, the fact that this is like, oh wow, Team Werner's finally he's playing good. This I think is the first time Team Werner's played as a striker, and I think it's the first time Kai Havertz has played in like a number 10 role so it it kind of just like who knew playing players in their preferred position would make (laughs) them play well yeah and talking about how that's he scored his first Chelsea goal as well so uh, at least there's those positives they can take out of it but Southampton Mm. pulled it back to two all Uh, Chelsea went 3-0 ahead again well 3-2 ahead um Quite quickly after Southampton equalised, and then a late goal by Southampton um, got them the equaliser to make it three-three. So uh, yeah, uh, it's probably a game Chelsea should have won really, and probably had won a couple of times. But fair play to Southampton for uh, keeping going. Yeah, I, I, I think this. The South, the Southampton team, I think, is pretty strong, and I have to say, um, I, I was, I was impressed with my old um, idol Theo. Um, I, I, I think he played very well on his re-debut for the club. Um, I, I, I have quite a strong affinity with Southampton. I used to be, I used to train with some of the people at Southampton, oh, right. in, in kind of a, like a feeder system. So I, I, I do have a kind of small affinity with them, but. Um, no, I, I. It was a weird game. Like it felt like a game that Chelsea shouldn't lose. I, I you know, I, here's a question for you: Is Kepa the worst goalkeeper you've ever seen? He's certainly up there. Um, Man United have had a couple of really bad ones as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so have we. But it's just, it's kind of because. <sighs> If he feels worse than Pickford, you know, actually, almost all the goalkeepers this season have been terrible. I feel like there's been very few. Yeah, I mean, nobody's been defending particularly well, to be honest. It's uh, definitely a season season for the strikers so far, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's been so many bloody goals in there. It's kind of incredible. So then we skip ahead to Manchester City versus Arsenal. Your beloved Arsenal playing at the Emirates, and it pretty much went as we would expect, to be honest. Actually, actually we were at Etihad, actually. 
sorry, Etihad. Sorry, yeah, Etihad. Oh. That's what I meant to say. Because it's <laughs> two similar sort of names. But they're, they're both easy. It's fine. See what happens when we haven't got a race to keep us steered on the straight and narrow. It all goes to flipping parts. Yeah, it's terrible. Just, just like this game. Leave it. What does he think he's doing? Leave it us. Trusted us to do it without him. He makes me cry. He makes me cry. It's very sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, did you watch any of this game? Uh, I didn't, to be honest. I was quite convinced that uh, City would win. But um, he did well. I mean, he only lost one nil, so it's it's an improvement on uh, last time in the league. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it was a very weird game. And I, I mean, I'm always a very optimistic Arsenal fan and it was a bit of a tough watch at times I think we were fairly even but I think Man City definitely deserved to win and we, we, we just lacked we, we defended pretty reasonably well even though they were in control well, you must have to keep the likes of Sterling and Aguero yeah. out and we have to mention Aguero because uh, he put his hand on an official didn't he what did you make of that yeah, yeah, that, that was one of like the two controversial moments of the game, and it's just it's, it gives me it's a very bad taste in my mouth. And like, I don't really know what you do in that situation, but it's it's a very sexist action. And 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 anyone who says it's not is fucking stupid because he would not do that to a male. Yeah, I was about official. to say um, it was. It, it seems pretty sexist to me in the sense, as you say, yeah. You you would you've not they don't do it to male officials do they they wouldn't do it to a male official so no. you shouldn't put your hands on a female official so I I have a feeling like something like that probably should be a, a, a kind of ban and I mean you, I I don't really know how you officiate that with like in in game like I don't, I don't know if you can really give him a yellow for that but I get, then again like he he like you know he did put it kind of slightly around his shoulder and he didn't no kind of I think if you're gonna if you put your hands on the official, it, it's got to be a booking. Yeah, if anything, it actually seemed like he was trying to intimidate her slightly because he kind of he grabbed like the small part of her neck and kind of pulled him, pulled her towards him slightly. I'm not really sure what he was doing, but he shouldn't do it. And I, I'm actually a bit against him getting a red. I think you know, I think it's something you got to be quite tough on um, mm. putting your hands on an official. Male, yeah. or, you know, male or female, I don't think I don't think you should. No, absolutely, and I mean, it's a very weird thing with this because, uh, from an Arsenal perspective, I'm kind of glad he didn't get sent off because, like, I think if if you know if we drew and they had ten men, I think we we shouldn't make excuses for ourselves, and and we had another kind of decision in their in their penalty box which kind of went against us as well, and. I think it's kind of good for Arsenal that we kind of did well, um, and and stuff didn't go in our favour like we did in the FA Cup final. You know when when um, Kovacic got sent off. So yeah, I, I it was a very weird game to watch, and I think we're really lacking some kind of creativity. And I I, I don't think I want Urza um, to come back, but I think we need something there. Yeah, I don't think it's like panic staging Jet City are one of the top teams no. and you only lost one nil. It's not like you got battered. So, um, yeah, I think you can take a lot out of that, to be honest. Yeah, I, 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 I think I was quite happy with it, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I, I guess we should move on to your beloved Man United. 
Yeah, the the late evening kickoff, and um, I think a, a pay per view match was was Chelsea and Southampton pay per view as well. I'm yes, sure I, think, I think one. it was that was pay per view on BT, I believe. Yeah, which is something I'm not a big fan of. I think you know we shut out enough for football the subscriptions to Sky and BT. I mean, they're not cheap to start off with, um, and I know. Clubs are losing revenue because fans can't get into the game. But um, charging, we'll might as well call it 15 quid um, to watch games on box office isn't it? I'm afraid. No, and, and I mean, and I mean for like a game, you know, like Man United versus Newcastle, it's not really going to be something you kind of be. You're not going to be. Mm. You're not really going to want to pay for that. I, I think. Um, <laughs> um, West Brom and to, maybe a fiver, you know, make it make it reasonable, but you know, yeah. fifteen quid. I mean, because you know, you you charge fifteen quid for the boxing, you they charge us fifteen quid for the the wrestling, even though you can just get it on the network. <laughs> but you know, everything everything seems to be extra money, and my concern is if you know enough people shell out for these matches during this pandemic period you just know that it'll be something they'll continue doing it's a dangerous a match question. every they'll do a match every week probably united or liverpool someone they know people a team someone they know people will shell out for mm. and it'll become a regular thing well you, you know what it's kind of do you do you realize that the west brom burnley game was box office today no I mean, like, well, I didn't I mean, look for it because I, I didn't really fancy watching it. But yeah, imagine yeah. paying fifteen quid for a board draw. Yeah, because I, I, I can't even imagine Reese wanting to pay for that. You know, he's a West Brom fan, but who the hell is going to want to pay to watch that match? I mean, Arsenal versus Leicester is going to be pay per view, and I don't know if I'm going to buy that. And, fans, I, and, and that could be a good match. Some fans will, will, you know, that die-hard supporters they will shell out the money for it though won't they that's that's the thing but I really hope they don't because I know what uh, these corporations like BT and Sky are if they think they can make a few extra quid they'll do it yeah absolutely um, but it's yeah it's, it's, it's pretty depressing um, but what, what, what do you think of the match anyway the very yeah, thing you watched completely um, legally I don't know if it was I don't know if the scoreline perhaps flat flattered us a bit. Uh, I mean, I've only watched highlights because, again, I'm not shelling out 15 quid to watch Man United, especially the way we've been playing lately. <laughs> but we didn't get off to a, a very good start, did we? Um, conceding mm, in um, the first quite. couple of minutes, thanks to a known goal from Luke Shaw. I mean, it was probably a ball he had to intercept, and it's one of those sometimes you stick your foot, your foot out to try and take the ball away from goal and you inadvertently end up directing it into goal. It, it does happen, but, you know, when you just come off a 6-1 um, thrashing, it's not what you want to see in the next game, is it? And... Yeah, not, not quite. <laughs> I mean, we got um... ourselves back into it. Thankfully, Harry Maguire had a, a better game and he, he scored from a corner, a very good header. But then we missed a, a penalty. It was probably um, justice was done. I think the penalty was 
Uh, a little bit suspect. I don't know what you thought of it. Uh, I, I, I thought it was a penalty. In in fairness, um, I mean, I, I've definitely seen those kind of ones given. I mean, it's, I mean, the irony that you guys got another penalty is not lost on me. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't score. To be honest. Um, yeah, it, it would have been great pretty, for my fancy football team. Yeah, he's usually pretty um, bankable from the spot. And United can't do anything right. Just didn't quite get the placement right. And yeah, yeah, I'm looking at that. Obviously, seeing we've missed a penalty, and I think, oh god, you know, we just they're not getting any better. It's still. <laughs> um, oh. I don't know. Do you do you think United make? Do you think Ali's making a mistake not starting? Van der Beek, um, you know, he came on and we, we, that's when we started, um, well, that's when the goals started flowing, basically, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean... To add something to the team. I mean, I, I think Matter did do a very good job, I Oh, Matter, um, has been... I mean, I thought Matter was done at Man United, but he's mm. had a couple of good cup games and he, he played really well and he seemed to link up very well with Fernandez as well. There, there seemed to be a lot more kind of penetration with him in the team, and I, I kind of mm. wonder if I kind of wonder if maybe just if you put Pogba in that role. I mean, he's not as athletic or kind of um, nimble as Juan Mata, but I mean, that's because of Juan Mata's size. But I kind of wonder if just if you just let him and Fernandez kind of just go and run anywhere. I don't know. You 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 know what Man United kind of remind me of? They kind of remind me of like 2013-14 Arsenal. Like your attack is one of the best in the world, but the defense is just it just yeah. lets you down. There's always a mistake waiting to happen in defense, isn't there? You, you mm. feel with Man United. Uh, it, M- Maguire is your brilliant. kind of like Squillacci. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's the right error, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like a, it's a bit so, like um, Pickford. He, he can he can play really well in the and but in the same game make some sort of stupid mistake. Yeah, actually, I was going to ask you. Did you um, I, I did you hear the news about Fernandez? Yeah, he's going to be captain against uh, PSG because Maguire hasn't travelled by by the signs of it. Yeah, do you think um? Do you think maybe this is kind of setting him up for a future captain role, or maybe? But I don't think now is the time to take it off uh, Maguire because uh, I think it'll just shoot his confidence to smithereens. And Ollie well, does seem to like Maguire; he's standing by him for now. But you know, definitely is um, vice captain, you know, vice mm. club captain. And maybe if Ollie does or someone. You takes over and decides Maguire isn't right, then yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, when um, I remember last season when kind of we had the whole um, Xhaka, um debacle, and obviously he lost the captaincy. And mm. ever since Arteta kind of came in and regave him his trust, and although he's not the captain, he kind of feels like the captain, even if he doesn't have the armband armband around him. I kind of wonder if kind of taking the pressure off. And just telling him, you know, yeah. earn this. But, um, but yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, you know, Bruno Fernandes got an excellent goal 
from mm. quite a cute angle actually for someone who's just a penalty specialist or like he's here and I thought it was a, a fantastic goal from open play absolutely Did, didn't he have um get a really good one disallowed as well didn't he I think so yeah yeah offside I think it was I think that was rightly judged to be offside in, in all fairness yeah I think so but um I mean hey it's, it's, it's a good win for you guys and and Rashford scored as well late on and I think he had an assist. He's looking a lot sharper. I thought when we came back after uh, lockdown, um, he he wasn't quite at it, was he? I don't mm. know if you'd agree with that. And even this season, it's, he still doesn't quite look back to his best, but um, this game, he definitely looked a bit more like it. So hopefully mm. he's getting his um, form and fitness back to where it should be. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he had his moments um, during lockdown, but I, I would say, yeah, he was kind of... But, I mean, that kind of whole team was kind of carried by Fernandez's um, momentum, so to speak. And uh, Aaron Van Bisker got a really good goal as well. And, of course, he would score when uh, I substitute him out of my uh, fantasy team. <laughs> Always seems to happen. I'll take someone out. No matter how poorly they've been playing, or if they're supposed to be injured, then they'll they'll suddenly play and score a hatful of goals. It's always the way, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I I had Greenwood in my team, so I felt bloody stupid having um, someone who's seven million pound do absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, I mean, he was all right last season because he's only four. It was only four million, so if you left him on the bench, it wasn't yeah the end of the world. But yeah, I assume he's injured at the moment, right? Oh, did you just see that message? Uh, which one? From Race. No. <laughs> he says, "Oh, I should be okay." <laughs> oh. Oh, he, 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 didn't, he didn't send that to me. Oh, Jesus! So he's talking to you behind my back. Oh, wow. it might be to my Bake Off. It's probably to my Bake Off question. I see now. Oh, sure. That's what he. Yeah, sure. I can't yeah, no, I asked old. him um, conspiracy. If he can bake off. Um, that's what he's replying to. Conspiring behind oh. my back. <laughs> yeah. That. Yes, we are, Ollie. Are you happy now? <laughs> oh, I always knew as they would come. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's move on to the next game. Yes. We make a complete cock of this. Uh, podcast mate it's too late we're, we're, we're already done we're, we're, <laughs> yeah. Reese, Reese has just let us he's let us die <laughs> so um we go to Leicester versus Aston Villa mm. and, uh, another another win for Aston Villa and as you were telling me before we came on air this is um but they're the only team to be undefeated I mean, you wouldn't yeah. have put money on that, would you? The way they were playing last season, Christ. Yeah, geez. I mean, it's I, I, I didn't, I never, I didn't really see this coming. I mean, they had a very good summer, but you never really know. You never really expect the like, you know, the signings to kind of settle in so quickly, and you don't really expect. I, they just have seemed to have an energy about them, and I don't know where this, I don't know where the hell this came from, but they just kind of came through like a bat out of hell. And, um... Yeah, I mean, if I made some excellent signings, I mean, the loan of Ross Barkley, I mean, who scored late hard, seems an inspired signing to me. Mm, absolutely. And I mean, 
uh, obviously he scored in this match, and it was, mm. it was, it was. He played it, well in his his first match the other week as well. To be to be fair to him, uh, mm. I imagine they'll do all they can to try and sign him permanently if um, that can be done. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you'd imagine so. I mean, Chelsea have such. I mean, you have such a bloated book already. You can kind yeah. of imagine them getting a very good fee for him for him as well. I mean, he can become a he can become um, a star player for Villa, Ross Barkley, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, he's used to kind of actually, I was going to say the north, but not really in the north. But I I think he's kind of one of his players like Reader. So I think you know he, he's a, he's a big fish in a kind of small pond. Mm. So I, I I think he would do very well there. Also, um, shout out to Emilio Marcinus. So I think he had a another good game. Yeah, another five good sign in. Um, you know, they sorted out their goalkeeping issues within. Definitely. I mean, they look they look a totally different team from uh, last season when they were really struggling. And I I had them to go down, but uh, I've completely I've completely reevaluated uh, that now. <laughs> I yes. can see them finishing mid-table at this rate. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's out of the question that they can get um, Europa League. To be honest, I mean, it'd be it'd be a struggle, but it's not impossible. No, not not the way they're playing now. But you just never know. Sometimes teams will start off well and then um, fall away. You do you do see it. But Leicester are blowing very hot and cold, aren't they? I mean, they've had some impressive wins, like beating City, and then they'll also. Uh, drop points where you don't expect them to they, they, they seem very inconsistent don't they yeah because I think we lost to West Ham as well so yeah I I, I don't really know what's going on with them I, I kind of wonder if maybe that was I kind of wonder if like they were if they if they just struggled to beat this quote-unquote smaller teams yeah um, we'll, we'll have to just see with Leicester it, it does seem anything could happen with them right now yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, yeah, I, it's weird because um, talking about Sunday overall, it was kind of just like a one match um, day, really, wasn't it? I mean, do you have anything to say about Crystal Palace, Brighton, or the Fulham Sheffield game? Just having a quick look actually at Leicester's other matches because interestingly, they were away to City when they were, uh, won 5 2. And there were two home games that they've they've lost, bizarrely. Hmm. But then they did win um, at home to Burnley, though that is only Burnley, so it's anything to do with home or away from. <laughs> but yeah, they, they need to find some consistency, really. Yeah, I mean, you'd you'd think that they'll find it at some point. I mean. Uh, you, you you kind of see it with a lockdown, they kind of struggled to kind of keep up the pace, and obviously, um, mm. I mean, yeah, they, you, you overtook they, them in the end. No, no, they looked nailed on third, didn't they? And uh, yeah, they looked fifth in the end, which was quite a big surprise. Mm. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a decent enough game, I guess, so, so to speak. It all, it, it kind of, you had to wait a while till something happened, though. Yeah, uh, as you were saying, no, I haven't got a huge amount to say about Crystal Palace and Brighton Hove Albion, to be honest. Another 
good performance by Wilfred Zaha by scoring a penalty. Yeah, I, I mean, Zaha's been, he, he hasn't been really on it this season, so it's, it's kind of good to see him kind of get at least one goal. Hopefully it kind of reinvigorates him. I, I, I think his kind of soul was slightly crushed by not being, not being able to get a move away. Yeah, I'm surprised no one came in for him, but clubs are asking, you know, a hell of a lot of money, uh, especially when it's in, you know, English players. So perhaps no one, no one was going to bother because they thought it would be out of their price range. Yeah, because I mean, God, he must have been at least like forty million. I mean, if they want eighty million for Jack Grealish, she's got to be some. He's going to be somewhere in that region, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, Jesus, it, it, oh God, I, I can't even imagine a world like that. Um, I mean, if you don't, you know, if you're not in a position where you have to sell, you, you can sort of name. You know, he's got a decent amount of month, time on his contract. You, you know, you can name your price, I suppose, can't you? Yeah, clubs yeah. are either whether pay it or they'll, they'll leave alone. I'm surprised he didn't go abroad, to be honest. I, I can kind of see maybe one of, mm. like, PSG or maybe um, Bayern going in for him. Although Bayern are pretty well stocked. Yeah, I don't know. I think both those clubs are quite well stocked for players, but... But mind you, then again, they Bayern signed cheap emoting, so I guess, you know, I, I, I'm sure they wouldn't mind their player as a hardest quality. But yeah, 1-1. Um, not a huge amount to say, but then we have Tottenham versus West Ham, a London Ooh. derby. What a game this was, Jesus Christ. Yes, Tottenham raced into a 3-0 lead, but um, yeah, couldn't couldn't hold on. Uh, late on, West Ham, well, I, mean, I didn't watch this match, so I'm just looking now, all West Ham's calls were in the last few minutes, so a bit of a collapse by Tottenham by the looks of it. Yeah, it was very weird because I, I was kind of keeping up with this game and I saw the highlights. And um, the kind of a turning point was a double substitution. Bale came on for Spurs and then Lanzini came on for West Ham. And unexpectedly, it was the West Ham substitution that actually did, did a lot more than the lesser. Yeah. Um, um, and he scored, and uh, I, I think I saw a clip of it on YouTube. He scored an amazing goal in the last last minute to equalise and make it free all. Oh, it was an absolute worldie. And, and, and I mean, the more you kind of look at that goal, the harder you you realise how hard that kind of goal is. Yeah. You kind of had to like hit it from the outside of his boot and it's just, it's one of those moments that it's just, I mean, if you're, if you're a West Ham fan, you must have been running around the room oh. with your shirt off. Mm. Like, that's absolutely incredible. Have you seen the clip of... um? The West Ham, like, I think it's like West Ham. I mean, um, it's like Spurs TV or something, and they're no, celebrating no, Spurs going up three 0 and then it just cuts to them at the end of the game, and it's just <laughs> absolutely <laughs> devastated. But I mean, Mourinho will be fuming. I mean, it's very unlike a Mourinho team to, you know, show such um, fragility in defence and fall apart like that. I mean, he's usually quite good at seeing games out, isn't he, Mourinho? You say that, but I, I seem to remember like there's a few of those occasions when he was at Man United. Yeah, but that was Man United. We were shy. True, <laughs> but um, I mean, I mean, I, I think we do have to talk about Spurs as much as I, I would hate to. Um, I mean, Son and Kane look 
really scary, don't they? Yeah, they're linking up so well. Um, but, you know, giving you know, giving each other assists. Um, mm. I mean, Kane's goal, Kane assists Sun Young's goal in the first minute, and then Sun gave Harry Kane an assist in his first goal. And there was the other week where Sun scored, was it five goals and five assists from Harry Kane? So, yeah, I mean, mm. he's certainly got them playing well. And they look, they look frightening as an attacking force, those pair, they really do. It's strange with Harry Kane because, um, I mean, like, I've, I've been kind of, like, watching a bit and he's changed his role a bit. He's kind of playing a little bit deeper now. He's kind of playing mm. more almost as kind of, like, a false nine slash ten. And it's weird because he's not a particularly great passer of the ball. He's it's kind of like it's similar to kind of Henri. Like Henri was very technically good, but he was never like a Dennis Bergkamp level passer. Yeah. He was, you know, he had a he is an absolute clinical teammate. And you know, the thing with Kane is like he was he's decent at passing, but he 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 would always just pass it to the right. But now he seems to be able to pass it to the forward and to the left now so um but he, he's changed his game and it seems to be working a lot better for him and you know as long as he doesn't break his glass ankles again i think you know uh, he's this kind of duo is gonna be absolutely dangerous I and mean, then yeah bail to the mix and your chances drastically go down of beating spurs i think yeah, 100%. And, uh, I mean, I've always rated Sam, but he seems to have stepped up a whole other level lately. Mm. It kind of, um, yeah, it, it, it's, I mean, the, the interplay between those two, they, they seem more determined now. Yeah. And, and I, I think Spurs could really be dark horses for the league title if they can kind of sort out their defence. Yeah, and um, we'll move on to Sheffield United versus Fulham. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, does anyone does, does anyone care? I don't know, really. Sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, Sorry it was. Sheffield it was, or it was Fulham fan, but yeah, uh, it was pretty, dead game. pretty much a standard one-all affair, really, from two teams that look like they're going to struggle. Yeah, I mean, who are who are Fulham who are Fulham going to beat? Uh, I don't know, really. They're... We did make a couple of half decent deadline um, deadline day signings. I think last was cheek could. So it'd be decent for them, mm. but it's a it's a it's a very lacking team, I think, and they're not really equipped for the Premier League, and I can see them going down. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I I think they recruited defensively, but I mean, it's not really. I don't really know if it's helping much. I mean, on paper, they look like very good additions. You know, they got um. Lookman, who is the ex Everton forward, um, who, who's a very talented player. They got Ariola, who's a very good player as well. Mm. And obviously, like you said, they got Loftus Cheek. So, in theory, they should be doing okay. And maybe it's just uh, a case of them gelling as a team, but it's, it's really not looking good for them. 
And yeah, and Sheffield United, they're not playing as well as they were last season. I mean, they had a brilliant season last last time round, and lockdown came. Uh, they came back after lockdown, and they seemed to struggle, and they continued uh, with that sort of form, really. They, they just can't seem to get going at the moment, can they? Yeah, I, I I think they're really missing. Um, I think they're really missing the the goalkeeper. I think they're really missing Henderson. Um, yeah, yeah, that that'd be a big loss. And yeah, it's just it's, something's not happening for them. I mean, they've always struggled for goals, and um, I mean Ryan Brewster came on, um, their record signing, but he hasn't really done much. Well, yeah, I mean he had he didn't really do much in the game, and maybe that will change. But um, they need to kind of sort something out. I think. Yeah, they do. I do. I do worry for both teams in the sense that I mean, they they look like uh, relegation fodder at the moment. But whether they can turn that round remains to be seen. To be fair, and then we have West Bromwich Albion, Reese's beloved West Bromwich Albion versus Burnley. And well, you'd be um, overjoyed. <laughs> With your fifteen pound purchase for this game, I would imagine nil nil. Absolutely, um, g- goals galore. <laughs> Money well spent, they would be. Yeah. Um, just... I mean, they've, they've let the team down, haven't they? They're, they're, it's, this is the only match so far in the Premier League that is a nil 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 draw. Yeah. Um, very surprising when when you consider both both teams. Aren't too great defensively. Must Brom have been scoring? It's just yeah. the fact they've been been struggling in most games. But again, these are two teams I think are going to be at the foot of the table. Yeah, I I, I think there's I, I think West Brom have a slight better chance to stay up. Yeah, than I mean they, they their recruitment was pretty decent over the summer, but. And a couple of games I watched them against Everton and that, they, they, they played okay for patches, but then as soon as they conceded in in that game and and uh, the Chelsea one, when they raced to a 3-0 lead, they, they seem to fall apart when, uh, when they uh, concede, don't they? Yeah, it's... it's... I, I, they're going to need to sort something out. Um, it's actually worth saying that um, Branislav Ivanovic um, played um, play, played his debut game for West Brom. And oh, apparently right. he was he very, very good. He played, and that might have helped them at the back a bit, uh, maybe make him a bit more assured. Mm. Well, apparently he was um, apparently he had a very, very good game today. So I'm sure if if and when Reese comes back, he can tell us. Um, he can rave about how he's going to be yeah. the Brummy saviour. He could end up being a very shrewd signing if he can keep that defence together. You know, he's got the experience and the leadership qualities I would imagine to get that defence organised and and keep them and keep them organised. You know, keep them in position and what have you. Yeah. So, and I think defence definitely is somewhere we need sorting out a little bit. So. I think that's a very good signing. So I, I, I think they're looking pretty equipped. Um, yeah, but nil-nil, not a whole lot you can say about that, really, especially when you're not going to watch it because you don't want to fork out 15 quid. So um, we get to 
Leeds, um, they look like they're about to lose. Uh, one nil to Wolves, eighty million rated striker Rahul. I can never say his last. Rahul, Rahul, Rahul Jimenez. Rahul Jimenez. That's it. There you go. Scoring in the seventieth minute, putting them ahead, and Wolves look like they're gonna. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just a gone full defective time, finish just apparently. Full time now on my my phone, so. Yeah, he's um, a bit behind, but yeah. But, uh, decent win for Wolves, I would say. I'd say so. And um, for anyone who's um, looking for some good fancy football players, um, um, Klinman, who made his debut today and, and got an assist, is worth four million. Yeah. So if you're an idiot like me who thought Saliba would be playing in the Premier League, <laughs> um, serve him out and put Klinman. Well, I don't know. Kilman, 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 something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So put him in, and then try not to butcher his name like I did. <laughs> but um, yeah. You know, Carl, I I think we've performed pretty admirably today. Yeah, I do. I, you know, we've done our best without a great and wonderful leader. A lovely dictator. Yeah. But um, it's been nice. And for two guys who can't really speak English, I think we're doing a very good job. <laughs> yeah, we bungled our way through. Exactly. And um, yeah, I, I, I love you. And um, yeah, I, 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 I've really enjoyed this. I don't really know what to say about that. And I've just noticed we have uh, Chelsea uh, next match. So that could be a, an interesting affair. Oh, that's going to be a fun game. It's definitely going to be goals, that's for sure. You would imagine, so you've got Leicester, and as you were saying, on a skybox office, so you'll have to scrape together fourteen ninety nine. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I have more than enough money to pay for box office, so it, it, it's small change for me. But then again, you might, you might want to save your money for Brighton and Hove Albion versus West Bromwich Albion. I mean, if you're going to pay fifteen quid. For a football match, that is going to be the one, isn't it? Let's let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that's going to decide the Premier League. I think. I mean, they're on the ascendancy. So yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. If ever a game had nil nil written all over it, it was probably that one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, Carl, thank you. This has been this has been fun, buddy. Um, do some of your plugs, Reese, before we sign off. Oh, wait, 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 excuse me. Can you say that again, please? Would you like to promote your various websites and other things? Sure. I mean, you, you called me Reese, but that's fine. I, I'll, I'll, I'll continue like nothing's happened and pretend that I'm Reese. Uh, yeah, you know, what, actually, I'll a, give out Reese Saunders. Fraudulent um... slip, I'm afraid. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at rsaunders1995. <laughs> and you can follow me on Instagram at whatever his Instagram is. You can follow me I'm on rsaunders9495. Sure there you go. Yeah, I do apologise, Liam. I don't know how that happened. I, I'm very offended, but that's fine. <laughs> at, least, at least I haven't got it to you in bed yet so there's that oh yeah thank, thank god <laughs> 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 but what, what about you buddy 
Yeah, you can find me at uh, Carlos underscore fire 80 at um, on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us at Rogue underscore opinion on Twitter and Instagram. And you can check out our lovely new website, which I recently updated at uh, rogueopinions20.wordpress.com. And there's links um, on our Twitter page if all oh, that's too much to remember. Um, check out uh, the latest 501, Room 501, where I take over as host. Um, the butchering I've done on, on this, you can only imagine how well that went as uh, Reese <laughs> uh, took his turn to put it. Uh, things that irritate him in life into the bin of destiny. Must be a lot. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how he how how he written it. Yeah. Down well, as it was his part, I gave him um, an ablibbed um, sixth pet. Oh Jesus! Now 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 I'm going to have to listen. It is well worth it. Yeah, I agreed with all his choices. I think or most of them. Can't remember now. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they're very good. But um, Carl, I guess it's time to love you and leave you. Yeah, it is. Um, goodbye. The- from me. And it's goodbye from me, Liam. No, it's Reese. <laughs> Sorry, g- goodbye from Reese. Bye, guys. See you then.